Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Jack Panda, and I bring you episode 135 of Jack Panda Speaks. For those of you that are new, this is an unedited, raw flow of thoughts and feelings, and it's at your own risk that you embrace the unknown with me here today. I'm here sat in a car park, waiting for the local food bank to open. Um, I went on a bit of a mission today, like I do every, every week. And that's the topic I wanted to talk about today, was about the fine line between supporting others and helping them and creating dependency and not empowering them by helping them too much. So let's go back a couple of months or a month and a half now where we decided to go to the local food bank. Me and my partner at Sacred Food, um, our brand and company, um, and we decided to donate some food to the local food bank, a couple of boxes. And we got chatting with the lady and she was like, oh, you know, we've been trying to raise funds and we haven't been able to because the council only allows the food bank to receive food, not money. How ridiculous. Um, I was like, man, there must be a way around that, you know. They did a campaign, they raised like 800 euros and they had to give it back. It's like, this is wild, man. You got people going hungry and you got to give money back. You can't use it to go and buy food. She's like, no, 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 it's, we're not allowed. So anyway, me and Corinna said, well, wait, let us do the campaign We'll raise funds, go and do a big shop, you know, and then just donate the food to you. You know, we'll work, we'll work around the law, play with, play, play the game, you know. So we've been doing that. We've been doing that now. I think this week's the seventh or the seventh week, sixth or the seventh week. Um, so basically, every Friday, we do a shop of like 150 euros because we managed, we, we, we set a goal of 300 euros, which I, I bet I said. I bet in 48 hours we'll have reached the goal and, we, and we've gone. We've gone past it by then. And at this point, after a month and a half, it's, we're over a thousand euros. We've done seven weeks shopping. We're probably going to do, we've got enough money for another two more. And then the, the fundraising is going to run out of, of money. Um, at that point, we'll decide whether we just, you know, we close it and we say, look, we've, we've done our part. We did a fundraising, we raised some money. We documented, no, maybe inspired others to, to support their local communities. We did what we could. We were cooking some weekly meals as well and donating that to the food bank. But together with our other work, it was just becoming too much. And, and we did reach a point of like a bit of a burnout. And that's when I started pondering this idea of like, man, we're buying food for the food bank. We're, we're cooking meals for these people, for these families. And we're not really giving them any any tools. You know, we're just giving them help. We're giving them food, which is amazing. But what about if we give them recipes? You know, what if we say, look, we're going to buy ingredients for you. We're going to tell you what you can cook with them rather than cooking you the food, right? So when this COVID lockdown thing is over, you have some tools to cook for yourself, to cook at home, you know? Because cooking at home is a revolutionary act. Knowing what's in your food, cooking homemade food for your family and putting love into the food, you know. But more than anything else, it's just knowing what's in your food and, and it not being processed at all. Like, it's minimally processed by you, your knife and your cooker. You know, and there's something very, very wholesome and very nourishing about that. Not only is it a creative, creative outlet, like my brother, which I'm so surprised, he's never been a cook, you know. He never helped in the kitchen at home when he was growing up I was always the one cooking with my mum in the kitchen because I had this like that this connection with food that he didn't have 
But now after he's what, 25 now, 26, he he came to visit me, was it a few, yeah, just before Christmas. And we cooked a few recipes in the kitchen together. And for some reason, it's just clicked. And he's like, shit, I need to get my health back. I need to, you know, he's starting to get a bit of a belly. And he's, you know, doesn't feel like digestion's not good. Doesn't sleep well. He's like, man, sort your food out. Sort the fuel out, you know. Food is so important. And um, he started cooking now. And he's like, man, I I enjoy it. (laughs) He didn't think he was going to enjoy it. And it's like, once you get rid of the fear and you don't feel intimidated by... You don't feel intimidated by going into a kitchen mm-hmm. and and just playing around and see what comes out, you know. Obviously, you need a few few tools, a few recipes, some help from someone maybe. Or you can just throw yourself in there. I mean, if you're at home in your kitchen alone, nobody's going to see you fail anyway. You know, so why not just play around, especially during these times when you've got so much time at home. It could be it could be a time where you could, you know, be wise and use the time to become a little bit of a cook at home you know and maybe that'll become a skill that you can use in the workplace when you know restaurants start opening again and maybe maybe you find a new passion you know in the, in this creative outlook outlet of home cooking not only will you be be having fun but you'll be nourishing yourself nourishing your family but that's a whole nother whole nother story but what i was thinking about now when i mentioned about my brother coming over this is this exciting project that I've had in my mind for for years probably but let's say in the last year me and Corinna we've been thinking of having a bit of a bed and breakfast but retreat style so it's going to be called sacred food retreat um bed and breakfast so sorry I'm, I'm just thinking as I'm talking about this I'm like man you've totally gone off topic like, I was supposed to be talking about the fine line between supporting people and creating dependency so let's go back to that shall we sacred food retreat um episode coming soon <laughs> so there really is a fine line you know and, and you get this with parenting parenting nowadays you see that kids are smothered they're helped a lot they're supported a lot i look at my little brother when i ask him a question and my dad answers for him i'm like dad can you let him answer can you let him make a mistake can you let him express himself because parents nowadays are so protective and so over supportive they don't, they don't let their kids face any, any kind of adversity. You know, they think it's even cruel. You know, if you think of like school, I'm not saying that when they used to punish kids in school or parents used to punish, punish kids more is necessarily a good thing, but somehow that discipline and that adversity allowed them to grow as empowered and independent and strong individuals. So this idea that helping more and more and more and having more rights and, you know, this idea of, people in general when when shit hits the fan it's like they don't take responsibility whether it's their health or shit the economy's crashed you know my business how am i going to figure this out how am i going to help myself it's like no the government's going to give me money you know they're going to support me the doctor's going to help me you know my my nutritionist is going to tell me what to eat you know the supermarkets are going to provide food for me so and this goes back to my episode yesterday this lack of taking on responsibility and I don't want to say that it's necessarily a bad thing it's just what's happening like we've we've come from a very independent let's think of the times we were living off on the land and we used to create a lot of our own resources and being be more in touch with our own intuition and know what to eat when to eat and why to eat it and with the seasons and 
know that when the birds flew across the sky it's because the storm was coming I just made that up but to give you an example um, you know, I learned that when dragonflies are flying low it means it's going to rain you know we have no clue we're so disconnected from ourselves from 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 nature and from what's happening you know because of this lack of adversity or being overhelped you know we're, we're and this is what I started to feel with the food bank right it's like I don't want to help people too much not not only am I going to burn out because I need to help myself as well not just help others you need to find that balance in life right but it's like these I want to empower these people you know if I start a coaching program I want I want to know that my coaching program will not create dependent people you know obviously business most businesses or most coaching programs or doctors you look at doctors they don't they don't heal people they just give people things to, to, to deal with the symptoms so that the people keep coming back you know coach coaches create depend a lot of coaches create dependent people that 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 need them they need to keep coming back for more for more advice for more support rather than giving them tools so they can go off and deal with life themselves confront confront life on their own you know it's like adults are not adults anymore they're still kids because they never had the chance to no i really think that the years that i spent traveling on my own i really matured as a human being and was able to fend for myself even though my dad was very much you know you got to look after yourself you got to earn a living he was very much you know pushing outwards for me to confront and fail maybe and have a hard time so i could learn and look after myself whereas you know mummies and daddies girls and boys they're always looked after and then they leave leave home but their rent's being paid or you know, their parents bought them a car they get everything paid or you know they, or when you go to university my university was very different for example it was very hands-on you know we'd work at Christmas at university it wasn't just theory it was real hotel restaurant business so there was no shock when I came out into the real world but cuddled university students that come out into the real world they're like you know this is something else so that's my that's my topic today help but don't help too much helping too much could help people actually less in the long run you can help too much don't don't fool yourself also help yourself rather than just looking at helping others and um i'm going to leave it here because i'm going to head to the food bank now i'm going to drop off the food that i bought today try to mix it up a little bit and not buy i try not to buy the same every week so the families have a few new ingredients something a bit different you know <laughs> to keep it exciting and maybe inspire them to get cooking who knows but yeah i hope you are well wherever you are in the world that you're supporting your family your communities in any way that you can but without crossing the line you know always coming back to self and also knowing that by pushing people and and saying no to people can also help people and that's the paradox we've got to know that and we've got to be true to how we feel we don't feel like helping someone don't help them and 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 you may not know why but intuitively you know that you shouldn't help that person and by staying true to that intuition you will actually help them all right because if we're constantly helping others people don't learn learn to take action they don't learn to empower themselves and they don't learn how to confront lives on their own they become dependent on everything around them and then they're powerless we don't want that we don't want a population of you don't want a global population of dependent human beings even though it seems like it's going that way 
for those of you that really want to empower yourselves and really take control of your lives, you can. You just got to put in the work. Stop looking for people to, for people to give you solutions. You know, you got you got to you got to figure them out. You got to grind. You got to work. You got to take care of your health. Research. You know, but you know, maybe not because it is a lot of work. Maybe just plugging yourself into AI in the future and that becoming your database um, for all knowledge that exists and that just telling you what to do and becoming fully dependent but not dependent because you'll be integrated and I'm totally going off on on a tangent you know but maybe that's where we're going because I get so so excited and about empowering people and that's what I want I don't want people to become dependent on me or the state you know but maybe we've gone too far maybe we're so far into dependence that we're not going to go back to independence you know we're going to become integrated integrated with ai and we will become independent in in a certain sense because we will become this new transhuman that will have this new you know hive mind that we can tap into to know anything we need to know at any given time um yeah maybe that's the transition and i'll leave you with that ponder (laughs) (sighs) Much love to you all, sending you sending you a big hug and wishing you a, a great day or night, uh, depending on where you are. Ciao for now.